yes, Satan? Oh, I'm sorry, sir. You sounded like someone else. The Super Bowls podcast is meant for an adult audience only. It may contain sexually oriented content. Please be aware of your surroundings. Listener discretion is advised. Podcast radio show. We're here with Frank, Allie, yours truly, and joining us today, we have a special guest, my lovely fiance, Raul. Hi. Um, we also will be missing Nick today. He's feeling a little sick, unfortunately, and I believe Leah is also feeling under the weather as well. No, she, she actually just got called into work because she's the best employee at her job. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> and they needed Super somebody who her. could hold it down when somebody else <laughs> called in. Is there anything she can't do? She's an all-rounder. We already knew that. I mean, to be fair, she did say that she would try to sneak off into the back room to still join us. Oh, well. She's great. We can see a stream from from the cooler. No worries. I don't know if the signal will be good, but we got a viewer listener named Reactions that says, Hey, how's the stream? The stream is great. Stream's wonderful. Glad to have you. And uh, yeah, so what are we doing tonight, Wazi? So we decided that we were going to pick, each of us were going to pick um, two different songs and we were going to play the song lyrics and analyze them or speak about them, whichever comes first or both. Yeah, yeah, so um, I didn't have a song only because I felt like if I picked songs it would run very long, plus I pick all the intros uh, for the most part. Um, so we've, we're, we're going to do Allie's first song and then we're going to do Wazzy's first song. We've got Mason in the background. That's probably the longest we've ever seen him for, by the way, Allie. <laughs> he exists, guys, even though he's not a people host. don't think he does. It's okay, Allie. We would never use this podcast to tell you that somebody did not exist that was your significant other. We would never do that. That's not something that we would do. Angel Baby in the Twitch just sent us a heart. Thank you, Angel Baby, with three Ys and an underscore. That's awesome. We heart you as well. We love you as well. So we've got a third guest. (laughs) No, a second guest. We also have another starring guest. (laughs) Your little one, whose name I'm not sure you want us to say, is going to take over this podcast one day. And just inherit the kingdom one day. Yes, oh, you yes. need to put that into your will, Frank. So, Wazzy, what's it like to podcast with your whole family now? Our little family, yes. I think, as you can tell, the little ones, uh, you know, kind of taking the role over here. I thought I was opening today, clearly not. Um, so, it's great. <laughs> Apparently, I wasn't aware that somebody else was also hired on the podcast. Yeah, he's just giving you life. So, what's the bet? part about being a mom yeah i think being able to have a secret language with my child like he could just come up and babble like the 
the most nonsense possible, and I'll be like, "All right, I'll go get your animals from this." But do you understand him? Yeah, yeah, I do. Like, Like, how do you know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, he has a specific. He has like a specific. I don't know how to describe it, but like he has a specific way of spot speaking to me and to his dad. So his dad's a little bit more like physical. Like he talks with his body more than he does with his words. Mm-hmm. So my son adapts to him and talks to him with his words because that's all he knows from him. With me, I'm a lot more verbal than I am physical. So he likes to just babble on because he hears me talking to his dad all the time. So then whenever he falls asleep, he starts going, you know, he just starts babbling, he starts saying all these things, but he's also getting to the stage now where he can speak. Like he's starting to say words like apple and his favorite word is no, thank God. Um, so <laughs> anytime he doesn't want something, he either shakes his head feverishly and or he'll say no, no, no. And he'll like, he'll like use the back of his hand, not even the front of his hand, the back of his hand to push anything that he does not want away. Um, he doesn't even want to touch it. No, he doesn't even want to touch it. He's a very elite child. Um, he came out elite, actually. So That's awesome. He, <laughs> um, but no, like, I guess, like, every parent has... It's like a secret language. Like, you can just tell what they're saying to you. I wouldn't know. I, I mean, each child is different. Some children don't even say anything. My child, with, with Raul, he likes to... If he wants something, like, let's say he wants a banana off the table he'll yeah. bring it to him or he'll throw it at him there's like no in between well, with me he'll actually say like i want to like he'll say banana or he'll say no 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 which is his way of saying this is so cute and is he bilingual say, or trilingual in your piece he's trilingual yep he can that understand so cool. languages it's official your child's gonna take over the world yep take over the podcast yep. We discussed about it. <laughs> as soon as I die, they're going to cut the stream key. I have the stream key tattooed on my forearm, and they'll just rip it off and give it to him. It'll be Is that what you want? <laughs> no, We're already comment. grooming him, really. So, um, That's going to be your first tattoo? That one? Speaking, the stream one? Speaking of bananas, he's going to really like the song that Ali picked. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I just want you guys to know that Mason is over here ridiculing my bananas in the fridge. There's wait, nothing wait, wait. wrong with you put, them. You put bananas in the refrigerator? Huh? Yeah, I don't like when my fruit goes bad. It just looks like that. It's still edible. That's crazy. How do you guys, how do you two, how does the, the Wazi team, Team Wazi, how do you guys feel about bananas in the fridge? I, I would never do it. That's... I, I, I thought everybody did that. This is no. the first time I've heard of oh my God, bananas in the <laughs> It's like my sister with the bread. Oh my God. My sister, my beloved sister thought, and God bless her heart. She is just becoming a teenager. She, for all her life, believed that bread, like the, the bread they use to make sandwiches, belongs in the fridge. So my parents throw that she, bread in the freezer. She, <laughs> she comes over to my house. And the first thing she does, because she got out all the ingredients to make a sandwich, and she goes, she opens a fridge, and with full confidence, she goes, where is the bread? And I looked at her, I was like, you're kidding, right? And she's like, no, where's the bread? And I was like, up on the fridge, but not in the fridge. What? And she's like, I've never in my life seen bread out of the fridge. Mom always puts it in the fridge. 
I, I, I didn't know what to say. She was like, do you guys do that? I was like, no, I didn't even know that was even a thing. Um, the same thing with bananas. I didn't know it was a thing to put them in a fridge. Next food, Parmesan cheese. Fridge or counter? Fridge. Wait, what? Which, what, what item? Parmesan cheese, like the powdered cheese. Oh, um... Well, that's up your alley, not mine. I mean, I would say both. It, it really depends. But say both? Once it's been for a while, you just kind of want to put it in the fridge so it doesn't start speaking. You have a fair point. I, I think I'm the weird one. I like to leave butter out, and I like the butter to be warm and soft. But Won't it melt? Not really. Like, it's not going to melt like, like uh, ice cream. It just it stays in a block, but you it's soft. Like. Oh, I buy the tub butter that will melt the tub butter oh is that what it's called oh yeah it is i cannot believe it's not butter yeah, we, should, not. we should make a knockoff called i have this butter is sus It'll, we'll call it this that. butter is sus. <laughs> this butter is butter I, no you're, you'll see a gen z kid make that i though. have a hard time believing this is butter <laughs> i wonder what kind of warning tag is gonna like if a gen z kid mason uh, said a butter. good name would be i can't believe it is butter if if a gen z kid made like like a knockoff of that it would be it would be i can't i can't believe it's not butter no cap yeah and then there was a red tag it says uh, it may cause uh, lung cancer yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm all at the end. So Mason really wants me to show you guys this fireplace. Let's see it. Let's see it. Let's see the fireplace. Be nice, Frank. What? I'm nice. <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> Sorry, I. Have... Okay. There's his fire. I don't know if you can see. Gets closer. Does it burn real wood? No, it's crystal. And then yeah. there's Mason. Oh, what's up? Whatever he does. I mean, he looks busy. I like the terrarium, actually. Who does the That's terrarium really belong to? The terrarium. You know that plant? Nice. That enclosed plant? Oh, the one on the table, yeah, it's supposed to go on the wall, but... Yeah, I see. Yeah. Okay. All right, you guys ready to analyze some music? Ready. All right, who wants to do their song first? We've got Holla Batgirl, and then we've got Take Me to Church. It's a place I've never been. Who wants to go first? It doesn't matter. Oh! Oh my god! Ah, Look who it is! Oh my goodness! I, I'm on a smoke break at work, Jesus so I thought I'd pop in. Yes! Ooh. Awesome! We are so happy to have you. I told everybody that the reason you got called into work is because you're the best fucking employee they got there. They couldn't run the show bitch. without you. Those are all accurate statements. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. you coming on so much. Should we get a donation? It'll go directly to you. Oh, that's so sweet, because it's been a bullshit shift where I've only had three tables, so... You're, you're grinding oh, that's tonight. wonderful. Are you, like, extra nightmares. nice to them, or, like... No, I'm rude as fuck. As you should be. Exactly. But people like it. Like, I literally had a guy tonight who was asking him what tequilas that we carry. And I go through the list, and he's like, no Patron, and I was like, no Patron. <laughs> and then... 
I work at a place with wings, and he had told us how good the wings are. And he's like, fine, screw this. I'm going back to Buffalo Wild Wings. I was like, cool, so you have shitty wings with your shitty dude. And he died laughing. He's like, never mind, I'll come back. I'll come back. Oh, no. I'll come back. <laughs> to be fair, I remember throwing down like $70 for a bottle of Patron back in like 2011 to just try it. That's back in my drinking days. And like. Wow. How big of a bottle of Patron did you buy for $70? I wanted to give it a chance. I wanted to give it a chance. I got the alcoholic size. And, uh, the alcoholic size? Yeah, That's a good size to get. That's, that's a legitimate, it's a legitimate size. I know we measure things. It's called a handle. Here. Yeah, it's called a handle. Learn something new every day. It was the 1.75 liter size alley. Um, no, I didn't like it. I didn't think it was worth the money. It's not. It's, it's hyped up. It's the name. I'll take bottom shelf rum. That's what I. That's what I was living off of. So it was too high cal too high caliber for me. Okay, so let's start the song. All right, here we go. Let me. I'm gonna stop Sublime. Leia, if you have to peace out at any time, just let us know. Uh, I will. Are we doing? You want to do your song first, Ali? Just give us a nod if that's a yes. Okay, I guess that's a yes. Here's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> First, I'm going to do the lyrics for the screen. All right. Does that look good to everybody? Hold on one second here. I think that looks pretty fucking good, given all things considered. Uh, All right. This is Leia's song, but Leia's not... Sorry, I'm using two different mice here. Okay, let's go. Here we go. So this is the intro and the chorus. I'm going to play it really quick and then we can analyze. You all ready? Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh, this my shit. All the girls stop your feet like this. Few times you've been around that track. So it's not just going to happen like that. Because there ain't no holler back, girl. There ain't no holler back, girl. A few times you've been around that track. So it's not just going to happen like that. Because there ain't no holler back, girl. There ain't no holler back, girl. All right. <laughs> I was starting to get that rhythm. I know. I got the head box. So I have to ask, since hollow back girls aren't a thing anymore, what are they now? Oh. Yeah, what is that? Oh, yeah, what would they be now? Damn. That'd be like a booty call or... Thoughts. They're thoughts. Thoughts. Like a booty call, like a thought? Maybe, thought. maybe, maybe that is a thought. Maybe it's a reference to a new... I'm about to ask my sister and find out what they call those now. Is your sister nearby? Ask her right now. Alright, I'm about to ask her right now. Be like, uh, what do you call a... <laughs> a I was watching... So there when we I was, go. When I, I was pulling the audio... Call? Oh, booty call? <laughs> when Imagine I was, if uh, they made that song with booty call instead of... <laughs> there's a couple different booty call songs. There's one that's literally just booty call, and I can't find it. I've been looking for it for like two years. That uh, seems dramatic. Yeah, I know. Uh, don't ask me why I need it so bad. Uh... <laughs> Um, yeah, so in looking at the video for that particular song, because I ripped it from YouTube, I realized that's like how all the people who wanted to look cooler in high school dressed. Like those were all the girls that like were the the hoochies, if you if you're familiar with that word. Although if you didn't want to look like Gwen Stefani when you were in high school, I mean I still want to look like Gwen Stefani. That bitch has three kids and she still looks better. Like and she's fifty. Like. Sure. She's yeah. doing something right. So like some of the girls wanted to look like Britney Spears. I did and not. Some of the girls wanted to look like Gwen Stefani. And I, and like some oh. other girls wanted to look like Selena. Like those are the only three girls that went to my high school. 
that's good to know that those were the the three references for you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who else to compare these looks to, but uh, I was like, wow, Gwen Stefani looks like every fucking girl at Addison Trail. Addison Trail <laughs> High School in Addison, Illinois, everybody. My hometown. Well, that's fair. Oh, yeah, no, if you go there, there's all of those wannabes. All right, Wazzy, we have to move on, but if your sister replies, let us know. We're going to go to the yes. next... The next yes, is verse, you know, verse one. Here we go. I heard that you were talking shit and you didn't think that I would hear it. People hear you talking like that, getting everybody fired up. So I'm ready to attack, gonna lead the back, gonna get a touchdown, gonna take you out. That's right, put your pom-poms down, getting everybody fired up. Who wants to dissect what happened there? <laughs> I mean, that was like, this was like a great, like, women empowerment to, like, Dude, I'm not just going to do what you want. Do you think I this love is this about, song. I think Raul can, maybe Ali and Raul can agree that this might be about the cheese man. You know what I'm talking about? What was that? Do you think the song might, in this verse, do you think they're talking about the cheese man? You think so? I'm not sure, honestly. I'm, I'm having trouble interpreting all Here. of this. I heard so that you were talking shit and you didn't think I would hear it. People hear you talking. Like I mean, that. it. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like, like che- it sounds like that. the cheese me. This is so- this is such a layout song too. Like, this is like, but it was Ali's like, song, surprisingly. <laughs> it is. It is. It. Is, I did love this song because to me, this is like it's like nowadays. It to me, this song is what there's a meme that going around lately that's like if somebody tries to talk shit on you and say that they slept with you do it right back as a girl and just be like, talk sh- mad shit about how terrible they are in bed that's and all of this shit. That's exactly what it should be. You want to say that I slept with you when I didn't? Hold on, let me tell some people about your tiny little dick. Hold on. No, just be like, yeah, he was <laughs> everybody's siblings back then. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I would have just been like, yeah, he got syphilis. Sorry, bro. You got, you want to What did that down. mean that you got syphilis too? Yeah, I don't know that I would say that. Yeah, I would just go I would. I, I have. Why, but this just gives me like high school vibes. I I feel like I missed out on that experience. I was um, not having. I was not having any crazy sex in high school. I'll say that. So well, what year did I, this song come out? I don't know. I didn't get that information. Like 2004-6? Yeah. See, this was college for me. 2004 was my last year of high school. It was my senior year. So. so my sister said that a hollaback girl basically would be a thought. That's those were her words. Okay. I win that round, guys. Okay, here we go. Verse two. Urban Dictionary says it's someone who talks smack that doesn't do anything. Yeah, but we're looking for the modern equivalent, though, would be a thought. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I think so. Yeah, that would be a thought. I would say. All right, here we go. Verse two. So that's right, dude. Meet me at the bleachers. The principals, no student teachers. Both of us wanna be the winner, but there can only be one. So I'm gonna fight, gonna give it my all, gonna make you fall, gonna suck it to you. That's right, I'm the last one standing, another one bites the dust. I'm gonna be honest and say I didn't know that she started this verse with "So that's right, dude." I didn't know that. Mhm. I don't know what she's talking about here. She's basically saying, "Catch me outside." Oh, I think at this point, yeah, like she's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat you up for talking smack on me." Yeah, she's like, "I don't want to." Like, we're not gonna involve admin here. We're gonna, we're gonna fight it out ourselves because you were talking shit. Allie, this has proven to be actually a lot, like, very entertaining. I thought we were just doing thirty seconds and then moving on to another song. So I was still. Oh no, no! I thought you wanted to analyze every set of lyrics, right? No. It's okay. There's not much to go. We only have the bridge and then the last verse for this song, and that's it. And this is the longest song out of all of them. So uh, let's go to the bridge. 
which is the best. Uh, so the biggest thing I will say about this part is that I bet everybody in the world knows how to spell banana correctly because of this song. Yes. I never I did. I hope they do. I never did. I always wanted to add, I don't know how many nanas go. So like when I was younger, I just put more nanas than are, than are necessary. All right, we're going to move on. We're going to move on. Next. All right, this is the last verse, the last part of the song that we're going to review. Oh, did I fuck that up? Okay, so that, I fucked that up. So we got bananas twice. So we're not going to go over the last verse. Unless you guys want to read it. Okay, so my cousin Eric used to work at a Chuck E. Cheese, and they would play this song all the time. And I'm like, is Chuck E. Cheese approved? Guess what, motherfucker? I would say yes. A lot of things were not approved in Chuck E. Cheese, I'll tell you that much. All right, we're going to move on. Leia, how long do you have to go? Do you think you can hang out for a bit? We could do your song. Uh, Yeah, if you want to do mine, then I'll go back in. Oh, cool. We're going to do... Hold on, let me see if that's the next one. Oh, that's Nick's song. That's Lazzy's song. Huh? Sorry, guys. Screwing it all up. No, no worries. No oh. worries. No, you're good. All right, we're gonna go and do that, and then we're gonna go here. All right, so this has one verse, one chorus, and then one other verse, so it's much shorter. So here's verse one. Here we go. So, All right. what do we think this song is about, based on that? For the longest time, I thought they were saying we're going down in a merry-go-round. Oh. <laughs> That's gr Isn't that funny how, like, you think, like, you got a perception of, like, what the song says, and then for years, you're, like, you even go to karaoke, you sing along to it, and you're like, what the fuck? There, there are yeah. definitely songs like that, too, so I identify with that. I honestly, so, what do you think? What do you think? Like, yeah, what does it I mean? I mean, I... I know what this song's about, but... What is it about? You can tell us. It's essentially that he wants to be with this girl who he's not with. But it sounds like they slept together. Uh, no, not yet. Will you leave that door open? Thank you, because I accidentally closed it and locked myself outside. Alright. Uh, <laughs> um, <but> yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> My buster just came out. I was like, can you leave the door open? <laughs> it sounds like the, the line where he says the notch... And I'm a notch in your bedpost, but you're a line in the song. It sounds like if it's a notch in the bedpost, doesn't that mean like they got it on at some point? Yeah, I think actually that you're right. That like he did it, they did it one point, but like the I, that is one of my favorite lyrics of any song. I think that Fall Out Boy is super unrecognized for how clever their lyrics are. Because love, like, like I I'm a, songs that have that. Double you know, record. like. I'm I'm a notch in your bedpost, but you're just a line in a song. Like burn, bitch, burn. I honestly, after listening to this and dissecting it for this analysis, I think that's the most important point that this song is trying to get across. But that's my yeah. opinion. All right, let's okay. go to the pre-chorus and chorus because that was verse one. Here we go. Trouble. 
two lines i love that i'll be your number one with a bullet what a does that mean God to you complex, i, 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 I and couldn't i fucking I love that it's so clever i fucking love that of course you would. <laughs> dude i write poetry for a living this is amazing <laughs> like this is and it's not just this song almost all their songs if you yes. listen to them there's like a line in each song where you're like oh yeah what is that what, really what do the two lines they mean are. though like i don't know Admittedly, I don't listen to Fallout Boy, so like I don't know what those would yep. mean in the context of the song. All right, I have to run. I'm oh, sorry. Run. We'll analyze the rest. Bye. I hope your ship gets better. We love you. Yeah, I lock myself. Be the baddest. Oh, <laughs> All right. So okay, do you get? We'll we'll do one more verse. Yeah. Okay. I'll take that as a yes. Here we go. That's interesting. That. It sounds like in the first part. This is my favorite part of the whole song. In that first part of the song, it sounds like he's stalking the girl with another guy. Yeah, I love that. It's like, I like, don't mind me from the closet wishing to be the friction in your jeans. Like, I wish that I could be the person, I could be him instead of, instead of him, like being there with you, you know. They are very but intelligent lyrics. I'll give it's a that. very huge fuck you, though. I love it. Yeah. Okay. We're going to go. We're going to go to your song. Uh, where? No, that's that's. Oh, I should have just stayed in the present. Mm -mm -mm. Okay, here we go. going to play the first. Uh, what do I got here first? Hold on. Oh, I love this song. Yeah, I know. I love this song. Right. The first one. Here we go. My lover's got humor, she's a giggle at a funeral Knows everybody's disapproval, I should've worshipped her sooner If the heavens ever did speak, she's the last true mouthpiece Every Sunday's getting more bleak, fresh poison each week We were born sick, you heard them say it my church offers no absolutes She tells me worship in the bedroom The only heaven I'll be sent to Is when I'm alone with you I was born sick, but I love it Command me to be with What is that about? What do you think it's about? Well, this was, is, this can might... I just say first before you say anything I just, this line that says She's the giggle at the funeral. I feel like I you would be that giggle that. at the funeral. Uh, <laughs> like you would see something funny in your phone and just giggle that loud. Uh, like like she's giggling right now. The thing is, though, I am that person at the funeral. Like I'll, I'll, 
think of something or something will look really funny to me and I'll start giggling and people will be like, okay, that that's a fuck. You start, you start like, giggling and crap dust the corpse. I have a story about that. All right, like, what's your story, Allie? Go ahead. Okay, so me and my cousin, our dads are brothers, right? Makes mm-hmm. sense. So but far. her grandma on her mom's side died. So they were carrying, like, the casket. And guys, this isn't funny. But they thought one of the guys had a heart attack because he just kind of, like, dropped. And they were, like, rubbing his chest and everything. And they thought he, like... But no, he just had a cramp. And that's why he, like... <laughs> I was the bad person what? for laughing. <laughs> I know, it's so funny. I just I was trying to not laugh. Exhibit <laughs> A. I am. That's why I'm laughing, but it's anything serious. I will start laughing at the most serious times. She's like, I'm yeah, not... he, he dropped that I casket. Like, okay. ah. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, we're going. Oh, I was going to say, uh, with this video, when I was uh, getting the lyrics for it, I was confused because the video suggests uh, a homosexual relationship. So there's mm-hmm. a man with a partner, but in the lyrics, it's clearly a man singing about a woman. Or somebody who identifies as a woman. So that's why I was confused about this first part. But he does. Uh, what I guess what I'm saying is that the video doesn't match up with the song in a way that I would have expected. Well, the part that gets to me is in the lyrics when it's when he says the only heaven I'll be sent to is when I'm alone with you. I was born sick, but I love it. Kind of like. It's putting that woman up on a pedestal is what he's doing there. So, it's very interesting you guys bring both of that up. So, Frank, you are right. This is about a homosexual relationship, a gay relationship. Mm-hmm. And and the video is actually a lot more monumental than you think, the way they put it, I think. And I think before I go into this, the best part about this is that there are so – I know so many people that go to church that play this song, and they're like – Jesus is commending us to be well. It's telling us to wash our sins away. I was like, sir, Jesus Christ. Like, what are you talking about? Um, but that's the best part about this entire song. It's like one of the reasons why I love it so much. Um, but really, even though they're talking about like a woman here, they're saying she. Um, that's why they're saying my lover's got humor. She's the giggle at a funeral. Um, they're saying like, oh, like we all know that in order to keep like a face on for the entire world because back then homosexuality was frowned upon you know they would have women be kind of like the forefront or they would even fake relationships to do so but he doesn't really speak of a woman here literally it's more of a figurative woman here um but really it's talking about the gay partner and talking about you know she's the last room mouthpiece um, a fresh poison each week. We were born sick. So back, and this was actually he was Hosier was throwing shade at um, Ireland, at Ukraine, especially at Russia because they have the one of the most strict like anti-gay laws that there is. Like they're very homophobic. Yeah. So he wrote this song to call them out because of the political affairs regarding homosexuality and how free it is. Yeah, Russia has secret police that'll pick you up if you're an outspoken homosexual person and like Mm -hmm. lock you up Mm -hmm. in a like in Mm -hmm. a prison camp forever. They they go wild with it. And actually like if you watch the music video the reason why it's black and white and it's as dark as it is because it actually gives you an insight into what 
uh, places like Russia and Ukraine were doing at a time when homosexuality was really frowned upon and still is, unfortunately. Um, so it, it goes back to like, for example, the next one is um, my church offers no absolute. So he's saying like, okay, well, if there's religion involved, my religion, which is love, has no absolutes. It has no rules. It has no principles. The only principle in my church is love. I love this man and this man loves me or this woman loves me. Got it. And, she, you know, I love her. What's what's the big deal? So all that's right. usually what, like, it's talking about and saying, like, you know, like, oh, you guys are all born sick. You guys are a degenerate. You're this. You're that. So that's what he means when he constantly says, uh, I was born sick, but I love it. And he makes fun of it by saying, command me to be well. You know, so he's saying, like, OK, well, fix me then. Give me give me the antidote to not be gay. <laughs> Allie, I also muted you. It's nothing personal, but we did have some feedback, but it's we're good. So just unmute yourself when you're ready. We're going to move on to the next uh, next thing here, which is the chorus. Here we go. Take me to church, like a dog at the shrine of What do you guys think? I think I get that. Now Now that you put it into the context that you did for the verse one, that totally makes sense. I have no questions, and I think it's good. Uh, when it says, offer me my deathless death, I honestly think, you know, man, I just lost my train of thought. Um, to me, I would interpret that as, he is saying to the person who would theoretically execute him that, yeah, go ahead and do the execution if you think that's the right thing. But like the whole point of religion is living on in the afterlife. And if he thinks he's going to live on in a positive like heaven scenario, then it's a deathless death because he doesn't actually die. Right. I mean, that's my take. Yeah. And it also it also. Well, the thing is about this course is the way he wrote it. It can be interpreted in so many different things. Um, but I think the one that he intended it to be really is like saying, like, give me that deathless death. Like, I'm already dead before I can even be dead because I'm already being antagonized and being killed. My kind is being killed already. So just at this point, just give me the deathless death. Like, I'm already living as a dead person. I'm being antagonized. I can be killed at any moment. Does it matter now? Not really. So it's saying, like, you know, do, keep your hypocrisy. Keep saying the shit that you will. Because at the end of the day, we still have to be antagonized for it. Our lives are still at risk, no matter what. Yes. That's basically what it is. All right. We're going to move on. We're going to do the verse two. Oh, that's my favorite verse. If I'm a pagan of the good time, my lovers is I love that. 
That's my favorite verse out of the entire song. Everything about it, each line, I love I it so much. To be fair, um, because... when it was on the radio, I didn't know any of this stuff, so it was very interesting for me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Allie, before I give my two bits on this? So I'm, like, trying to read the lyrics to know exactly, like, because, like, my mind automatically wants to sing it. And I'm like, no, we're analyzing it, not, like, enjoying it. Um, is this the one where he says, I'll tell you my sins and you can sharpen your knife? That was the last verse. Yeah. Okay, so that's one of my favorite verses because it's like, he's coming free. Like, he's showing who he is. And he's like, if you sharpen your knives, and you know, I'm ready for it, pretty much. Yeah. And he's also saying at like the shrine of your lies. So he's basically saying like, all right, like I'll come and worship at, in the church of lies, as you call it. Um, no matter how political everybody got with this song, he never meant it to be political. He was just saying like, okay, if this is how you guys really feel, then this is how I really feel. And I think right. you can love anyone. So keep your hypocrisy, keep saying all the things you do. At the end of the day, we know that it's all because, you know, this is this is some archaic values, beliefs that we come from. Yep. Um, the reason why I like this verse so much, because it says, um, towards the end, it says, uh, something meaty for the main course, that's a fine-looking high horse. What you got in the stable, you've got a lot of, you've a lot of starving faithful. So he's basically referring to the proudness, the pride that these people had in saying, like, in saying, like, no. okay. um, <laughs> um, you, you know, he's saying, like, okay, get off of your high horse, get off of that pride that you're on, because it does nothing except make you look weak. You are yes. basically using that as a shield to justify the things that you're doing to us is okay. Um, and that's why he said, you know, he says she demands a sacrifice, you know, we gotta, we gotta do something in order to keep the balance. And so he looks, he says that looks plenty, that looks tasty, that looks plenty. This is hungry work, basically saying, you know, like I'm, we're going to try the best that we can and it's going to go a long way, but there's a lot of pride to work with. And if there's that much pride, that we can, we can change. Because pride is always a poison in these types of things. I personally feel like a little bit of pride is good, but there's a point where it becomes ignorant. You gotta balance it out. Yeah. It's one of them seven deadly sins the pride is. Yes. Oh, yes. Vanity. Vanity. The devil's The devil's cabbage. We've got the bridge left. So this is the bridge, and uh, let's go. No masters or kings when the ritual begins. watching the words um i got hypnotized by it as usual um <laughs> so this one talks about um this one's also very cool too because he's talking about the ritual which is basically kind of like the circle of life 
And he's saying, like, at the end of the day, when we all die, we don't die with our titles of being a master or being a king or being a peasant or being a degenerate or being a gay person or whatever. At the end of the day, we're just dirt. We just we come from dirt. We go back to dirt. And that is how we will all go, no matter who we are. And only then, you know, you're human because you're dead. You're you're a person again. Nobody can say anything to you anymore. And then only then are you clean because also they got rid of the 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 scum that was on earth, which are obviously at the time gay people, all sorts. And I and this also extends even though he was talking about gay rights, this also does extend a lot to um the entire LGBTQ community. But mostly, you know, they had problems with homosexuality as that was the more bigger statistic that was there at the time i would say and even now i think that it's, that would be the case yeah it's it's a very again a very intelligent song that we picked here um it's so it's so crazy to think about how archaic some religions can be in some of their traditions or some of the more conservative people and what they believe yeah. things that aren't the thing about any bible is it's always up for interpretation like uh even if you're not talking about like Christians or Catholics, if you're talking about like Judaism, there's some things within the Orthodox Jewish church that are crazy. I learned that at one point, somebody told me that somebody who's Orthodox, you only have sex to procreate and then you have to like put a hole in a sheet and then like go through the sheet. <laughs> and I, I don't mean to just bring it up because it's sex, but like something like that is so crazy because I feel like the same people who would be okay with like promiscuous sex because it's convenient to them are the same people who are saying like in Russia, like, Oh, homosexuality is bad. But like, if you go by the same, if you're, it kind of makes you a hypocrite. You know what I mean? Where you, you cherry pick mm -hmm. the things that are convenient for you. You'll cherry pick. Okay. I'm okay. Cause everybody's a sinner. Everybody will do this, but no homosexuality. Like, nah, fuck them. Burn them. Like, yeah, that's the thing that I always told Raul this like from the beginning of a relationship. Cause a lot of this I mentioned a lot of in the South Asian community, like this is a huge problem um, because of how they leave religion up to interpretation. And then they say, oh, well, it says this in the Quran, this says this in here, that means it's okay or that means you can do it. And unfortunately, that is really the problem with almost all religions, but really with the Abrahamic religions, which include Christianity, Catholicism, Islam, Judaism, because all of these are books that come in timeline from the same yeah. source, but they are given and written to different people. Well, and these, speaking, go ahead, Ali. Speaking of that, like the word um, homosexuality didn't appear in the Bible until 1946. Yeah. And also, yeah, go ahead. I was think. you know if you think about it, it was right after World War Two. You know, all these men were surrounded by men. Yeah, I mean, they just, like, simply put, this was just insecurities. Like, we know that this was done clearly just out of spite because... What, are you fucking gay? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't get better than that, you know? So, <laughs> for example, like, here's another one. I always have had people argue with me, people that are my age that argue with me about like someone being non-binary or identifying as non-binary. So here's my bit on it. 
it and you know like and they'll tell me like oh yeah in the bible it says that there's only man and woman and there's no other gender there's no other sexuality whatsoever but then you look at angels and demons and you even look at gabriel for example they're genderless nobody really decides their gender because they don't have a gender they don't have a sexuality we don't even know anything about it and it's like the biggest fuck you ever i think like to think you're not gonna believe in someone identifying as a non-binary person yet the angels that you pray to to protect you from demons and serial killers alike you don't even know what their gender is like they could have the name michael or gabriel but they could also be a woman or it could be a man you know what i'm saying it's just there's a lot of hypocrisy that we are not willing to admit because our pride is in the way and just because you're talking about that like it makes me think of like when you talk about orthodox like what the word orthodox mean it's just like something that everybody just kind of agrees upon and if you don't agree with that like you're just an outcast and it's things that like they just continuously update like what ali was saying about how the word gay didn't come up there until like uh whatever time like a lot of the words a lot of the translations uh they were kind of adapted to be understood quote quote by the by the newer audiences or whatever but it just it puts the question like did they translate it just to make sure that you understand that they want you to understand yeah. that certain message and that's what they want you to believe because like for example just one little example in the original hebrew on the um like is the beginnings of the bible it it talks about god and the creation and how he was it, it doesn't say that god created uh everything it says that it created god so like already it begins with this what created god you know like but they don't want to put that out there. They don't want you to kind of question it. They're just like, oh, well, these are the rules and you got to follow them. Mm -hmm. If you don't, you're a sinner and God punishes you. Period. That's it. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's the, I think it's the fundamental yeah. of every religion most... is that if you sin, you're going to hell, you're going here, you're going there. One of my most not favorite things is I think inherently we live amongst some people who they have a need to put people down around them to feel elevated for their own self-worth and self-esteem. And I feel like there are plenty of people, and there are some in my family as well, not in my immediate family, but there are some people in like my extended family who have been very religious, and they'll be very judgy, and they'll say, oh, well, I'm going to church, or I'm doing this, or have you prayed? And then like, if you say that you don't go to church, you don't pray, whatever, they immediately feel like they're up here, and mm -hmm. they're looking down, and... They'll use that when the whole point of religion, I feel, maybe, is to be a better person. You know, I think you could, well, if I, w if I was to summarize religions, it would just be like, don't be a dickhead to one another. Like, that would be all Right. <laughs> That's the universal thing of every Bible. Yeah. It right. says treat others Last the way you want to be treated. Yeah, I have, I have this meme. It's, uh, it's Moses holding the, the tablets, and it just it has two phrases. It says, be cool, don't be an asshole. And those are the that's commandments. It. That's it. Imagine yeah. if Moses really did that. Like he parted the whole fucking Red Sea, took the took his people to the promised land, and just held that two those two things up and be like, don't yeah, be, be cool. cool. Don't be a fucking asshole. That's I it. also think that most religions acknowledge that we're imperfect beings, which is why the lessons have to be taught. And from that logic alone, no matter what your sin might be or what you're doing that is better, could be better, it's the whole point. So why and would you judge somebody else on their 
journey. Another thing that I find very interesting, only because again, a lot of this is just up to interpretation. Um, with the with what, what is it that God created all all of us in His image, or something you know along the lines of that? And it's so interesting to see so many people. You know, like you, you see all the different types of people that exist and you think, okay, well, that's the case. And God really got some shit going on if he's in he's making these sorts of people. My, Go ahead. My parents' favorite line is, if God wanted you to have so many tattoos and piercings, he would have made you born with them. I'm like, <laughs> but he didn't make anything to stop it either. So right. Like... like I don't, I don't, I don't understand, you know, it's just like, to me, that was just such a, like a funny little, funny little thing. Cause everybody's like trying to be pious and, you know, they're saying like, oh, they're so quick to call each, each other on their sins, you know, like, oh, you're doing this, you're doing that. That's not acceptable by the book or that's not acceptable by God. But then you see them doing all these other things and you think to yourself, is that what God's doing up there? He's smoking crack and he's fucking his brothers and sisters and that's the type of people that he made in his image that oh, Joel, Ol- Olstein. <clears throat> we have right. a we have a listener <laughs> uh, named X Sharp 99999 says hi. Hello X Sharp 999. Hi. How are you tonight? X Sharp underscore nine nine nine. How are you doing? We're gonna have to close it up soon, guys. So, uh, <laughs> okay. So, any closing thoughts? That's our closing music. Ellie, you go first. My closing thought is to, you know what? My closing thought is just bless your heart to all the people out there <laughs> who judge. I would say my closing thought is. May Jesus Christ be your Lord and Savior. And I hope God watches over every single thing you do. And if you have sinned, may, may the Lord wash over your sins and let you become a good person. I like that. Yeah. Um, well, I think. Come my, on, church boy. You have to have a better one. <laughs> yes, yes. I was. I was in the He's the movie Bible. Was, so yeah. It just shows you like how messed up the system is. But my closing thought would be there's choices and consequences and that's it, you know. Yes. There's no- nothing else to it. And we just make it so complicated and like it's just not worth the time, the effort. But at the same time, if we didn't have religion, then society wouldn't have the power to control masses, you know? Oh, I would like to comment uh, a quote from a TV show that I watched where it said, the more complex a person is, the more insecure that person is. Yes. There we go. That's my closing thought. There you go. All right. Well, I would say uh, don't be dickheads to each other. That's it. <laughs> Alright guys, well, I guess we'll see you next week Hopefully we'll get uh, Leia and uh, Nick back And then uh, we'll go over the rest of our songs Depending on how well these songs fare tonight So yeah, we'll see you all next week Thank and, you, uh, thank you for having me Thank you for coming on, Raul Definitely well, appreciate it It was nice seeing all of you I'm going to go to bed Because I work a 12-hour shift tomorrow Alright, Good night, everybody Yikes. Wish me luck, pray for me, because always. Man, these people trying me. May the Lord be with you. May may Jesus Christ be with you. Good night, y'all.
<laughs> <laughs> All right. She really said good night. <laughs>